Hey there, welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I woke up the other day in cold sweat thinking about all the people that I have inadvertently hurt just by being myself. It's too much to go into here in terms of details, and I don't want to invade anyone else's privacy or tell anyone else's story. So I'm sorry that I cannot be more specific about what exactly I mean by this. I can, however, explain that, uh, at least what I mean by this in a general sense. You see, nature is ruthless. It completely disregards feelings of any kind. A tornado doesn't care that a happy newly married couple just spent all their savings building the home of their dreams. A shark doesn't care that a surfer is just 16 years old and has their whole life ahead of them. And we are a part of nature too. We do have a conscience, however, a brain that makes us think before we act or after we do, that plans and reflects, that inspires and punishes. Some of us thinks that this is because of our ancestors, you know, who chose to eat from the tree of knowledge. And I don't know enough to say for sure whether that is or is not the reason, but all I can say is that many times we act without doing much thinking. We can get so caught up in our own world, seeking distractions or even reward, and we are told by society that there are good and bad ways to do that. And we cannot help but follow that conditioning, not necessarily physically, but often emotionally in the aftermath of our impulsive decisions. There are many things that I have done that I could never have accepted if they had been done to me. And the guilt absolutely haunts me every day. I am sure as a fellow human, you must have an example of the same feeling and share the same feeling with me about something in your life. And it's a very difficult thing. That karmic realization, you know, the playbacks, the fear, the horror of the guilt, the longing for undoing. We have all gone through that. But I am here to tell you that we should not feel so guilty. It's unavoidable, and we still will. But if you are currently neck deep in guilt, I am extending my hand to pull you right out. Because I am here to tell you that nothing is an accident. Nothing is a coincidence. Everything in life happens for a reason, from a spiritual and an energetic standpoint. There is a balance to be had, and there are lessons to be learned, and there are realizations and growths and shadow work and risings and strengthening, all of which can only happen through catalysts. And we are all catalysts for someone else as much as we also are for our true selves to emerge. You see, termination of employment, as well as work injuries, something I know very well, can be extremely painful and absolutely life-changing. But they can also often be the catalyst for a new chapter in a person's life, to the pursuit of true happiness, to the path that will land that person a better position, 
in a more fulfilling role. Cheating in a relationship, especially in a marriage, whether it is emotional or physical cheating, can be extremely transformative. It can be the rebirth of something that you had lost, a new spark, a realization of how much you love your partner and are committed to that person. That near-death of a relationship, much like a near-death experience itself, can absolutely be the catalyst for a much stronger union and a much better partnership, to vulnerability, to opening up, to more truth to be shared, things that you were too embarrassed to say or ask or to share. Or it may be the death of something that wasn't meant to be, but due to much of like a lot of the fear and, and convenience that keeps people together, it could have lasted longer than it should or would, um, and it would have kept both people from finding true love and a more perfect divine partnership. Losing all of your money can leave you broken, but can also make you free. It can make you creative. It can make you a better human being because it forces humbleness and humility and teaches you lessons that you may desperately have needed to learn. Like the fact that you don't need 99% of the material things that you right now have in order to be happy. I have done episodes here talking about how the greatest challenges bring the greatest rewards and that destructions are new beginnings. I have also spoken specifically of COVID and the many positive things that have been birthed by this negative experience. The new life that came from all of these deaths is undeniable. None of this is to say that it was good that the bad things have happened. None of this is to excuse bad behavior. But it is to show you that suffering is never in vain. And suffering in many ways is a choice. It doesn't have to happen. It's a state of mind. And therefore, it's shiftable. For me, the better part of my life really began in 2012. That was uh, both the most difficult and also the most important and most transformative year of my life. Exactly 10 years ago, I was in a very, very dark place. I was included in a frivolous lawsuit by a greedy person falsely accusing um, a firm that I had interned at while I was in law school of negligence, which never actually took place. But once you are sued, you need to defend yourself. And normally you are an associate, you know, when you're an associate of a firm, you are automatically covered by the malpractice insurance of that firm. But in my case, I was just a law student. I had only been an intern at the time. So I, I wasn't covered because I wasn't a lawyer at the time when this alleged negligence took place. So their insurance could not cover me, which meant that I was on my own. And even though I am a lawyer, it would have been unwise to represent myself because no lawyer should ever, under any circumstances, represent themselves. So I had to hire a law firm to defend me. And even though they deeply discounted their fees because they were extremely kind and one of my friends was the partner there, I still had to deplete all of my savings in order to pay for my legal defense, a defense for a frivolous case on something that I didn't do. And the case ultimately got dropped, and I was relieved. But the stress that it brought me, the financial cost that it took, and all the time, you know, half of a year that it took to resolve this was very, very miserable. I thought of killing myself. I was so afraid that this person could take my house or all of my money and, 
you know, it wasn't even just my money. It was my husband's money. And I was also so disheartened at how easy it was to bring on a lawsuit over something frivolous, something that didn't happen, that I just felt like this was not a world that I wanted to be a part of anymore. And it hurt me so badly that I had just started my law firm just like six months prior to that. And I had not yet made any money. And I was tapping into my savings just to cover the mortgage together with Scott. And neither of us made all that much at the time. And I had not invested any money in my firm up until that point. I had not taken any vacations at all, ever, up until that point. And I, you know, all I ever did was save, save, save. And then all that money had to go to pay for this defense counsel and this lawsuit that should never have included me and, and should never have happened in the first place. But you see, it was during that dark time that I had my true awakening. It was during that dark time that I heard a voice, not inside my head, but actually externally calling out my name. It just called out my name. That's all it did. But in a way, it was as if to tell me to wake up. I became a completely different person a much more patient and kind person, a much more spiritual person. I started to meditate and read lots of spiritual books from authors like Deepak Chopra. I was able to tap into this energy source that I did not know existed. I saw money completely differently, and I decided that life was too short to just save money and hoard it. It was like, you know, crazy how it all changed for me. Not that I wasn't saving at all. I still was, of course. It matters. I have to. Everybody does. But that was the year that I booked our first trip. And it was a trip to the U.S. Virgin Islands, to St. John, my favorite place in the world, and a dream trip for me at the time. And it cost very little money, but I still did it, and it was amazing. So much happened that year that it's just hard to explain it all to you guys here, but The bottom line is, it took me hitting rock bottom and being in complete darkness to rise up and see the light that had been there shining brightly above me the whole time. And I could have chosen to harbor hate towards the guy who sued and resented him for it. But if I did that, it would not only hurt me more, you know, because resentment is kind of like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies, but it would also be hypocritical Because without him, I could never have become the person that I am today. And my life would not have become the wonder that it is now. I would not have traveled as much as I have and as much as I do. I would not have gone into this spiritual journey that made me the person I am. I would not have plugged into the universe like I did in the summer of 2012. All thanks to him. And I also feel like He could feel guilty, you know, for having caused such big despair and disruption in a young person's life because I was in my 20s and it was so, so hard to navigate life. But if he did feel that guilty, then he would not be recognizing his role as a catalyst, as the vessel of transformation, as the fuel that I needed for change. Don't shoot the messenger. That's what they said, right? That's what they always say. Even if the messenger has to deliver the message in a very hurtful way. And again, this is not to absolve guilty parties of their contribution to an unfortunate event. But it is to remind us all that we are 
all at some point and in some way contributory to bad outcomes for someone. We are all in some way, even if inadvertently, you know, able to bring sadness or frustration or difficulty to someone's life, even if for just a moment. It could be when we're driving safely at the speed limit and creating tons of traffic behind us. And, you know, that might prevent someone from getting to the hospital on time. It could be when we're just doing our job and and being, you know, being even and treating everybody equally and not making any exceptions for someone who, for example, maybe arrived late when they even though they had a reasonable justification for being late. And then our lack of flexibility, which aligns with fairness and with doing our job, could cost them a job or even a life. And sometimes we generally do our best to do the right thing. And that right thing turns out to be incredibly wrong. And sometimes we do something that society views as wrong or that we were brought up to feel is wrong. And it turns out to be incredibly right. So instead of doubting yourself, appreciate how far you've come. Instead of punishing yourself for the things you did wrong, appreciate the lessons that now guide you towards being mindful of doing what's right. Instead of seeing only your flaws, list down what you're good at, even if that's just one thing or two. And instead of trying to be perfect, remember that you're only human. You cannot change the past, but you can design your future by the choices that you make right now in the present. And the present is the only thing that is somewhat within your control. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at HighVibeAdvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at HighVibeAdvocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.